If you ask me, nothing stinks more than when your husband Dutch ovens you with a big, ripe, juicy one and then holds your head down under the covers. Except maybe body odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi whole body deodorant. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control everywhere from your pits to your feet and yes, even those private parts. As a special offer, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I absolutely love Lumi. I rock it everywhere I go. I work long hours. So if I'm doing like a podcast run or if I'm out at one of my husband's shows or just overall anxiety ridden and I'm sweating, Lumi has saved me so many times, especially a toasted coconut. I feel like it masks my odor a little bit more and especially that right armpit that always smells like beef stroganoff. If you know, you know. Once again, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. From crash diets to fad diets, injections and pills, the weight loss industry is a cash machine, but it is all temporary because once you stop, most people gain the weight back plus a little extra. Imagine all that time and money and you're still left hiding your body under baggy clothes or turning the lights off when you're with your significant other because you're shy or embarrassed about your body. Well, Sonobello can help you change the way you look at yourself. In one visit, you will see the difference in your tummy, side, thighs, arms, or wherever you have stubborn fat. You guys know me. I let you guys know when I get stuff done. I absolutely do not see anything wrong with getting a little bit of laser lipo done. I had it done right before the Grammys and it smoothed my hips for my dress. And let me tell you, I will do it again and again and again. Schedule your free consultation and learn all about micro laser fat removal. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Sonobello is running a great special right now. Visit Sonobello dot com slash bunny b-u-n-n-i-e that's sonobello s-o-n-o-b-e-l-l-o dot com slash bunny is this thing on all right gentlemen coming to main stage next this is bunny get up there she's got a tornado of titties coming your way get those dollar bills ready she's got an ass that shakes like michael j fox so get up there and throw 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 them dollars dude that is fucking iconic (laughs) What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. Today, I have the ultimate... Dumb Blonde. The ultimate... (laughs) (laughs) That is not what I was going to say. You know what, though? That's what I I honestly... It's so funny because that's kind of when I created Mary Carrie, like... I was like, she has to be like this bubbly. Like it was kind of like the persona I wanted her to be. Yeah, like, totally. But everything was always very calculated. Well, so. I'm but not, the I'm, ultimate dumb blonde. No, I'm okay the with ultimate that. starlet <laughs> and icon, Mary Gary, <laughs> is what I was gonna say. But um, I'm so happy that you're here. When I yes. did name my um, podcast Dumb mm-hmm. Blonde, it was tongue in cheek. Exactly. You know, because people look at us, they're I like, oh, they that. got. 
And, when yeah. they, and then they really believe it. I'm like, you know what? If I was really that dumb, like, would you have a podcast? Yeah. Would I be able to plan this? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? If I'm really that dumb. Like, yeah. Only, but only dumb people will think you're dumb. Exactly. You know, like people anyone. Small <laughs> minds discuss small things. Yes, that's what yeah. I always say. So let's, dude, we have so much to I unpack know, here. I know. Let's fucking dive in. Well, if we in. don't do now, we'll catch up in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, I'm really I'm excited going. about you coming it's actually out. actually the only, re- well, okay, Anna's sister's there. So I'm only going to do a few <laughs> cities again of featuring, yeah. but I told them I'll do their Nashville club. Yeah. He wants to see his sister. I want to see you. Oh, so yeah. No, I love it. So, <laughs> yeah. okay, let's tell everybody okay. you're coming out to Nashville when? I don't know the date yet, but basically because, I mean, this is like skipping around, because yeah, I'm going to okay. run for governor again, which to be honest, like I, when I heard about the recall happening, I didn't know if I want, I didn't really want it to. Right. <laughs> because I knew I had to do it again. Right. And I was like, oh, so much work. Like, um, thank God I like kept my place in California, kept myself a California resident solely because I have the best license picture. Yeah. 2005. Dude. And I'm don't. like, I don't want to switch that. Not only that, it's like the written test scares me. I failed the written test four times in LA yeah. and I finally got my license. So I was like, I just don't think I can do it again down here. And right. I don't want to study. People are like, just study. I'm like, no. So <laughs> like, you, so, but I'm a California resident. You so know? let's, let's tell it, let's bring <laughs> okay. it back real quick. I so know. you're going to be performing, <laughs> you're going to be performing in Nashville. Do you know yes. where you're going to be performing? You at? know what? I want to do the Deja Vu Club, but they're making me do Hustler because they just opened it. And I guess it's bigger. Okay. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know much about it. You yeah. Know? I, I haven't, the clubs out there have, don't really tickle my pickle. Yeah. I grew up in Vegas, yeah. so I, they're nothing like but the clubs in Vegas. What I loved about it is because I actually, like don't like guys touching me. Sorry, guys. Yeah. But no, I like for the whole experience. So like Nashville. The first time I featured there in 2010, and I remember them telling me like the guys, the guys can't point, touch you. Yeah, I was like used to put my boobs in guys' faces and all this, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, there's zero contact. In fact, the guys have to at that point give the money to the bouncer and then to you. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna make no money. That like, is so weird. But then I was I could like, never work like that. Yeah, but then the first show, I made like five or six hundred tips, and I was like what because in, when they're not used to doing because if you go to a club where they're used to that and you don't do it the west coast no money yeah. <laughs> so i was just like yeah but seattle and um nashville like you can't touch and they give you good money i always call so. that leaving room for the holy spirit <laughs> so you're i gonna, like that now yeah you know? you're you gonna know? come you're gonna come out there and yeah. feature and we're gonna uh, definitely get yeah, together my out of retirement out party okay so you were saying that <laughs> you start you people were don't know who i am maybe uh, exactly. You know what? Why don't you tell everybody who you are, Mary? <laughs> Let's tell everybody who the Mary Carey is. So in case Let's people, see. I'm sure that unless they live under a fucking rock. You know what? Rock. It depends. It's funny. I can tell now with the guys who are OnlyFans or if I cam or anything. If they do, always like, do you, you know who I am. If I don't, I'm like, you're under the age of like 30 or 28 then. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, I was only like 19, 20, 21, you know, when yeah. I first started doing stuff. And yeah. then, so I wasn't, you know. And then 23, and I actually can always tell by their age too. If they're like 28 to 34, I'm like, ah, oh, you saw me on Cinemax in like 2005. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can always tell because <laughs> they were not able to watch porn online. But um, yeah, no, let's see. I started, I started stripping because I wanted, I was like, I was a ballet dancer growing up. And, um, That's so awesome. Yeah, ballet where did, model. Okay, where were you born? I was born in Ohio. Oh, okay, so you're like uh, what Cleveland. City? Cleveland. But I don't, I moved here when I was seven. I moved to Florida when I was seven. Gotcha. And um, I was raised by my grandparents. So you're a Florida girl at heart. I consider myself a Florida yeah, girl, definitely. Totally. I think I have, because I feel like Florida girls, Florida, if you like grow up here, it like breeds alcoholism, you know, oh. kind of like a Vegas <laughs> party I was going to say Vegas, you're yeah, in for Fort sure. Lauderdale growing yeah. up. It's kind of very similar. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom is schizophrenic. And 
and she was adopted. So my grandparents had adopted her mm-hmm. and raised her, gave her, they were amazing people. Right. And, um, but you know, they didn't really want her to have a baby cause she was a lot of work for them. Right. And then, but she met my dad who has severe cerebral palsy. Oh. You know, they had met like, I think at like a church retreat, you know? Yeah. And so then they had me. And at three months old, you know, like they were not taking good care of me. I mean, I've done so much like work through like different rehabs I've gone to. Yeah. Apparently those three months of life is what caused me to need so much attention now later in life is because and drinking. No, but you're not the only one. Childhood trauma. I'm working through childhood trauma. She's working through childhood. We're all working through childhood trauma. So don't think that you're more fucked up than anybody else. Like we're all fucked up, baby. No, I I, I believe every human is fucked up. But everyone is a different thing, you know. Kudos to you for even... Yeah. recognizing it and you know accepting the help that people yeah. gave you so keep I mean, on it's going. hard for me to believe it though because when you go to Rehab they tell you your traumas and they would always tell me no it's those first three months of life when you're with your mom and dad who you know my mom go, my mom because she's just handicapped she's like I thought you were gonna be like a doll but you were much harder and they just like <sighs> left me in the like I, yeah, I have no sense of smell because like I had high fever no one took me to a doctor I've lost oh, a sense no. of smell and, but I don't remember any of that right. you know but then do you I'm, still have no sense of smell never have had one my whole life and I didn't wow. even know until I was in sixth grade grade and I did like a silent fart so I thought farts were all just noises <laughs> and then so I let out a silent one and everyone in the class was just like oh ever smelt it like someone farted and I was like in my mind I'm like how oh, they know like, it didn't make a noise and then I asked my, my grandparents and it turned out and then doctors did some tests and so COVID would have never even fucked you. I wouldn't you. have known, you know. I wouldn't have known. No, no, that probably, is crazy. So, can you taste food? I, I mean, that's the thing. I love to eat, so I feel like I, I taste it the way I've only known. Right. But I think it was why it was really easy to become a vegetarian, also, right. because I love all my. I was a vegetarian age twelve. Right. And so all the fake meat products to me, like a fake chicken nugget, tastes like a chicken nugget. Yeah. Because oh, it's like texture. I love and vegan stuff. Like yeah, I'm vegetarian it's, it's, stuff. But I think having no sense of smell makes it easy. You know. So, yeah. Totally. So let's go back okay. to the three months. Old. parents um, yeah <laughs> let's go back to the three months know. old because i'm kind of trying to paint a timeline here for everybody yeah, so, so no, that they so can the, see how beautiful your story is you let's know let's see moved so my grandparents um i moved, moved in with them florida. with my mom okay we moved to florida when i was seven uh-huh. and then they legally adopted me at eight and um and to me was it, mom still in the picture she's always there with us but okay. to me it was like having a sister she right. never really like didn't caregiving for me um, my grandparents did everything. So my grand, they were my grandma was like my mom, and right. because after having my mom who was handicapped, that all they wanted was normal. When I came along, and I was all of a sudden this like straight A student, Yay. I was like student of the year for the whole like the city. I was president, vice president of student council. I was not vice so dumb blonde, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always went for vice president roles because I never wanted the full responsibility of president. Right. So I always you want the, the title. Yes, exactly. It's all I ever cared about. <laughs> I feel that hundred <laughs> percent. And then I was really good at dance, and dance became my thing. And then. In seventh, so you did ballet. I did only ballet. ballet? I, well, I did. I, com- I competed in like jazz, tap, and ballet until. Is it true that ballet like breeds um, eating disorders? You know, I yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. She's like, I'm not gonna yeah, read sugar. Yeah, it. I mean, I remember being like, I didn't even get my period till I was sixteen, Aww. and but because of that, like while the other girls got it young, because I was dancing six, seven hours a day, right? I was so thin that by the time I finally got it, like I actually had like a seizure in school and fainted because Shit. my my hormones were so messed up yeah. from it. But then when I got it. Were you sudden, throwing up or just not eating? Oh, I know I ate a lot. That was the crazy thing. Yeah. Have, but your metabolism doesn't slow down until you get your period. Right. So I hadn't gotten it until I was 16. Right. Because my hormones were messed up from being so thin. But that was from 
I mean, I danced probably maybe six hours, seven hours a day. Right. It was like, God, you know, from three o'clock until like 10 o'clock at night, you know, wow. regular classes and solo rehearsals. And, um, and I was obsessed with it. It's all I ever wanted to do. Right. And, um, so when I got my period, it was a passion. Though, it was, oh yeah, it was, mm. well, you know, I realize now looking back, it was an addiction. Like I get very addicted to anything I like. Addicted okay. to people. It was an addic- escape maybe also. You know, I think it was. I think I just, well, it was something I was really good at. And right. I realized, like, I was always the star girl of it. Mm-hmm. And I liked, I loved being on stage. Right. I liked being center of attention. Um, I think, you know, and I, I had, I just was fun. But, like, I, I don't know. I feel like because I was always rewarded early with it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just was, like, something it I was loved. was just your thing, yeah. But then I went through puberty late, and I was, like, all of a sudden, I put on weight. And I remember my ballet teacher, you know, a couple months after my period, she was, like, well, we measured you for your costume. I was, like, the main part. Like off your role, you know, off your body a year ago. So you've got three months, or else you're not the main role. And you know, that's very hard to tell a 17 year old. So yeah, I was that's having, been in it her whole fucking life. Yeah, yeah. And I'd write down all my food for her and like bring it every day. And it wasn't a healthy diet, but it, I was keeping my calories low. I'd have a Diet Coke and a fat free Pop Tart every morning, a frozen yogurt for lunch. That's not, uh, you know, a piece of pita bread and so cheese. So that definitely breeds you know? an eating disorder. So it definitely breeds that. But um, I yes. couldn't imagine being a fucking ballet teacher telling a little girl that this is all she can eat. Like, I understand you know? telling a kid no fried food, no soda, stuff yeah. like that. But to, to, you know, micromanage it down to what you oh, were they're eating. they're strict. When I was 16, I was at the Cleveland Ballet School for a summer program. I used to audition and I'd have to go over. I had a scholarship because we couldn't afford for me to just go to where I always got in. And I went to Cleveland Ballet full scholarship because I was full scholarship. I had to get weighed every week. Right. Scholarship girls would, if you gained weight, they take your scholarship away. That's a freaking like that's yeah. something that they really do. They weigh they really you to did. keep your scholarship. Like talk about the and they told pressure. us and they told How us that shit smoke even? cigarettes and eat lettuce is what they told in our the lady who was like running our like Pilates class. So she's like, okay, girls. Like she was like, I don't remember what kind of Spanish. She was like, eat your lettuce and smoke your cigarettes. How you are know? these people not getting canceled? Like, that's crazy Well, to this me. was 1996. Oh, Probably true, true. Very then. true. Because yeah. now I feel like that shit would not fly. I don't know, but, but you watch crazy. Dance Moms, which yeah. is current. True. Because I was obsessed with that show, but... All right, so let's go through. Okay, so, so you went dancing. My, yeah, I was dancing. My grandparents gave me everything. They Then I remember, like, in, by eighth grade, because I was this, like, straight-A student, which is great when you're in elementary school and being the overachiever. But, but you know, where I lived, my middle school, Margate Middle, was, like... It was no longer like cool to be a straight A student who right. has A's but still have to do extra credit, wants to go to ballet. And I remember being in seventh grade, like, oh my God, like I'm going to be a complete social outcast. Yeah. And th- thank goodness they got me into, you know, I had to take all these like tests. And because my dance, um, it's like $36,000 a year. It's considered the number one private school in the United States right now, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Fort Lauderdale called Pinecrest. Okay. And, I have actually heard of it. And I got into there. Wow. And I did for dance and academics and I got together. I never knew any of this stuff eighth about you. Yeah, it was amazing. It was That's so cool. It was so great. I remember like, you know, my middle school, I had been a victim of like my first day of school, like a kid stealing, you know, some older girl stealing my chips. Another another day, like some kid punching kids, just randomly punching kids in the hallway and I got punched. Like if you did not hold on to your stuff, it was stolen. So I go, I go to this private school and I remember the Completely first, different world. Oh yeah. I mean, I remember I was going to lunch and these girls had just met me. I'm like, what do I do with my backpack? I'm like trying to bring it in the cafeteria. They're like, you just leave it. 
like, what do you mean? Just leave it? Yeah. And I used to always backpacks line the hallways. And over the course of those five years, I mean, sometimes I leave my backpack and three hours later you go back and like nothing is stolen. Yeah. And I did that too. I went yeah. to public school and then my parents stuck me in <laughs> private school and it was like a whirlwind yes. for me. And then I went from private school back to public school mm-hmm. and it was just game over from there. Well I, well, I can't imagine if I had to go back. Yeah. But, I mean, unfortunately though, it was a super sheltered life I had. You right. Know? And then meanwhile, so all of that was so great. And like, you know, even though I knew I wasn't like... I know I was like the poorest kid at my school because my grandparents did everything and I was a dancer. I, I you know, I, I felt like I fit in really well. I fit right. in because it was a school of like nerds. Right. You know, so I got to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was a school of yeah. nerds, you know, and it was great. But then my grandfather died when I was 16 and that mm-hmm. really, and my grandmother's Parkinson's got worse and they were kind of just, you know, everything to me. Right. So all of a sudden at 16, I'm like taking care of my grandma. My grandfather's gone, which was my father figure. And my mom, like, I'm having to learn to take care of her a little, too. Right. So that part, you know, that was hard. Yeah. And then then that's where I I can notice, like, after all my therapy, the shift in it turned from, like, little ballerina girl to all of a sudden, like, I wanted to have boyfriends. I needed to have attention. Ballet wasn't my priority. Well, all because could, your your father figure yes, was gone. Exactly. So you, you needed that love from And I had a fear else. of, oh my God, my grandma's going to die next. I have no family. Right. So quickly, then I started, I turned to drinking and partying and always having boyfriends and ballet. Then you had full scholarships for college for ballet. So I went to FSU on a scholarship for dance. But Go girl. My, my grandma. Like I have goosebumps. <laughs> I didn't know any of this about well, you. I think that's insane. I didn't get to like fulfill it because I had to transfer back but to my grandma. But still, it's the point yeah. that you you were doing all this you know people mm. they look at like yeah. sex workers like us and yeah. they just assume like oh my god she was abused as a child and yeah. fucking had a horrible life it's and it's true. like when they when you get to hear this side of your story it's yeah. actually really empowering you know it's funny because that's something dr drew like the first like week when i would meet with him he's like nope you're deaf you were molested you're definitely sexually you were as a child right. and i was like no like he's like you're repressing i'm like no, Drew, if anything, I think I was like overly attentioned as a child, 100% overly attentioned because I'm so much, you know, that's the other thing. So, so much of the way we behave as adults right. is how we behave as children. And I literally treat like I treat my husband and any guy I've been in a relationship with the same way I treated my like, look at me, do this for me. And like, I'm, I'm bratty <laughs> and I need attention. And if I'm not getting attention, baby. <laughs> it's really hard. My husband's here, by the way. It's very hard. And I notice even, yeah, like I have very unhealthy relationships with all, well, unhealthy just because I need like, I need to be around them the at all times. Affection, you know, I'm not yeah. good at, yeah. And well, I can, that stems back to your grandfather, mm-hmm. you know, passing away. So after that, when did you make the turn to start? Um, how like did stripping. you even get into oh like God, the with, adult industry? Um, well, I remember the first time I ever saw porn or anything, I was 16 and yeah. my girlfriends was having a party at her house and they had like those channels and we had our boyfriends over and the guys were watching those girls. And I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, so I, I turned it into, oh my God, like now, you know, the way girls do, no. that's so gross. Why are you watching it? Ew. But yeah. I didn't think that. I thought like, why They're aren't so I the beautiful. blonde with the big boobs? Yeah. I wanted them to that's be That's how I was me. when I first watched But I too. pretended I was yeah. jealous and I pretended that for the next year. And yeah. then, but then secretly I was like, God, this is so cool. Yeah. I want to be the girl that the guys like. And then yes. I started, then like, I remember like I became obsessed with Pamela Anderson. Love Pam. Yeah. I would not go out on Friday nights because I had to watch, you know, because it's not like we had DVR and I didn't know how to like, yeah. I worked at VH Justing. So yeah. I had to watch VIP every Friday nights in yes. college because I oh, loved her outfits. Those were the days. And the Baywatch. Yeah. And well, you know, sh- I never watched Baywatch. I should have watched I did. I wanted to watch her run around in that little <laughs> fucking. I never. I was too much. In, I was still in ballet world. It wasn't yeah. until grandpa. Like I, you know, when I transferred, I had to transfer home and I went to FAU. 
was taking care of my grandma and mom and I was going to ballet like I had a I was a pre-professional with um ballet Florida at the mm-hmm. time which is now ballet Palm Beach but slowly it was just like it was getting harder it was like an hour drive from where I lived in Margie and it was you know I, I had a boyfriend and I just, was, just struggling, I was struggling with my weight you know yeah. and I was just like um I remember I saw a, a sign for like the FAU dance team and I was like, God, I always wanted to be like a high school cheerleader and do that. You know, like my high school didn't really have cheerleading, but you know, you see movies about it. Right. I'm like, you know, if I try out for that, that's God's way of saying to quit ballet. And so I did and they made the team. Wow. And so then I was like, and I loved it dancing at the games. It gave me my attention, but it was a lot less work. How many than athletes did we bang? You know what? In co- well, I was always like a baseball player girl growing yeah. up. It wasn't until like when I was um, in my 20s, it turned to like um, basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have a football team in LA. Mm-hmm. But it's really basketball. What do they call the girls, the baseball girls, like cleat chasers or something you know, like that? I don't know what they, well, was, I don't know what they called us back then. <laughs> I mean, maybe they didn't even have a nickname. I don't yeah. even know they had a nickname in the 90s. For yeah. That. But, um, and then when I was on the dance team it was very hard to like you know I had different like work at a bagel shop a hostess at a restaurant but it was really hard to like go to school go yeah. to practice and plus you were you never know? taught those those coping you know no. the, those um, they never even taught me how to do time like, management skills no they didn't not to this day like they never I never had a chore to do I never had to I still do not like I'm just really bad at like any like medial tasks I'm pretty much if something's not fun I won't do it right (laughs) and so it'll be messy you know right you know I don't know how to do it but um you know so I remember I was like I gotta get a job so I worked at Hooters for three months well first I was doing like this dance we were like spirit type but mitzvah type dancing but that paid a hundred bucks for like four or five hours which was great but Mm -hmm. then I worked at Hooters and then from there I remember like one time I entered a wet t-shirt contest at a bar and I won and Mm -hmm. I was like I used amazing. to do all the wet t-shirt contests I was like, when I was, was younger. Yeah, I'm like, I got to get drunk underage. Oh, yeah. I got to dance on stage and make and good all, money. And everybody wants you. Because yeah. <laughs> so you're the winner. I, exactly. So from there, though, I still didn't, I didn't, still didn't go to strip club. I worked at, um, I saw an ad. It was like $200 for eight hours uh, webcam modeling. Yes. And I was like, you lived in a house. We called it the girls' house. You didn't live there, but we pretended. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And I met all these older girls, and they were like, you would make so much money stripping. And, yeah. And I still thought this was great money. I was like, and I didn't tell the dance team. And like, you know, I had never even seen a vibrator before when I showed up there. They should have, bring your toys. And I was like, I think my grandma threw them away. Yeah. Like, because I thought they literally <laughs> meant, like, you yeah. know, and then they had to like show me how to use it. And, but then I was like, so then I entered a stripper amateur contest and yeah. won that. And then from there, I was hooked. I'm like, this it is the just, greatest. It just took off from there. Yeah. And then, so, and then, I was like, who doesn't, for me, especially, I was a party girl. I'm like, I get to get drunk. I get to dance. I was the opposite. <laughs> I wanted to not be off on stage. Because I you was, knew the money was not on the right, stage. Right. I, I, I didn't would know. Think. And I remember not only that, but like, I didn't get the music selection. And I remember for like the first three weeks, I was like, did you get Oops, I did it again for me yet? <laughs> and he's like, not yet. And then he surprised me with it. And I would like dance. Like, I was like, oh my that God, I know the music video jam. <laughs> and I was like doing the dances and I remember watching the old I mean the older strippers were probably in their like 20s I get it they would also be looking at me and they would be laughing at me <laughs> they would be like what is this girl doing and yeah. I was like on stage every 30 minutes and, and um you know and, and the first time I went to a champagne room the I remember the world is your oyster in that oh strip club yes. baby <laughs> I was just like for a champagne room I was like oh my god I get to drink champagne he's giving me 150 bucks yeah and I sat and talked and like talk for 30 minutes and you talk like, I could never imagine <laughs> I'm just but then after the first three minutes, it's like, okay, I'm going to buy another third. Let me just go get a condom. And I was like, 
what, what are you going to get a condom for? We're just going to yeah. talk and drink champagne. The champagne yeah. room. And he's like, okay, let me be right no back. No sex in the champagne yeah. room. Because I didn't know that happened. Yeah. And so he told me he was going to go to the bathroom. I remember like 10 minutes went by. And finally, like a waitress came back. She's like, yeah, the guy left the club. He was not happy. Oh, no. You know, and I was like, what? He really, like, you know, I had no clue. Yeah. And so I went around stripping. I was only a regular stripper for like three months, house stripper, mm. because I kept getting in trouble for underage drinking. Oh. So I kept switching clubs until finally I found a club that believed this like fake idea I had. And, yeah. Um, but that club had features. And right. I saw the features and I was so mad. I was like, I want to huh, be one of them. She gets a fancy costume. She gets to be on stage a really long time <laughs> and makes a ton of money on that stage. And yeah. then her picture's everywhere. Yeah. So I was like, that, that was the only reason I got into porn or anything. I was like, I want to be a feature entertainer. I want to be a showgirl. <laughs> I want to be a showgirl. <laughs> and so I called an agent because I was like, they had you these. just picked one. You didn't even well, know. Well, you know what? There was like a local stripper magazine that came out and I collected them. And I kept them under my bed and hid them from my grandma. So I would read the porn star articles and every, mm-hmm. they would always say to book this girl at your club. And so I just called that number. I was like, I want to, and it turned out he was down here. I met him at IHOP and he was like, okay. He was like, <laughs> what a place. <laughs> Let's discuss your fucking porn yeah. career over some pancakes. Honestly, like to be honest, I think it was like somewhere off oakland park over here that's and crazy he was like you know what you're young you're cute he's like um you're blonde they love he's like you know, let's come up with a name and i was like well my stripper name is victoria and my fake id is valderrama i want to oh. be victoria valderrama he's like no he's like you don't look hispanic he's like the name's too long he's like yeah. this is not gonna work he's like what is your real name uh, Mary, Mary Ellen Cook. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I was starting to, I did research. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be really famous. I don't want two first names. That'll be too hard. Yeah. So then I was like, I'm going to be Mary. And then he's like, okay. And then he's like, what celebrities do you like? I'm like, Mary Spears, you know, <laughs> Mary Aguilera. And then I was like, well, people used to think, because, you know, in the 90s, especially like yeah. Mariah Carey. And I'm like, okay, I'll be Mary Carey. I'm like, yeah. and it's, it's funny and silly and cutesy. And, and, and it goofy. goes together. It yeah. literally rolls off the tongue. You yeah. cannot forget that. <laughs> the way you branded yourself, like you, people will, can say your name one time and never forget it. That was genius. Even well, though, even it went with my personality. Know. You know what I yeah. mean? Because it's, I mean, I feel like if you're someone who is more like, overly like I don't know I'm just a, I'm like a goofball and so it yeah. doesn't work as like it worked you know yeah and so, so take me to your <laughs> for your first porn scene where let's are see. we well let's how old I are mean, we I mean I shot stuff down here but I don't really count that my first time I went to LA <laughs> I don't even know if I count my first LA one because it was like the guy from so IHOP is it, is set there... me up with someone in LA because <laughs> well, he was one to set me up with the Stern <laughs> show he was like Come up with ideas. I love Howard. Uh, yeah, like, he was like, but that was the best thing because he was like, can, can you come up with a gimmick for the Stern show? He's like, I got a contact. And this was like three months after IHOP. Right. And I was like, well, um, my mom's handicapped and I could set her up on a date with Gary the Retard. <laughs> and I was like, and he's like, that's genius. So I made this VHS tape of me in a bikini with my mom yeah. and sent it to like the Howard Stern show contact and they called me. And then from there, it was just always going back to the So Stern what was show. it like going on Howard Stern? How was that whole experience? You know, the first time I was so funny because I was just so clueless about everything. I mean, that was the best thing about Was he me. nice? Is that all a you persona? He, he would get, so the first time I went, when you're like off air, he like doesn't talk to you at all. Second time I went. Because he like, wants to save everything no, for No, it's like when I'm talking about like when you're done, he like does not acknowledge that you're there. Oh. But by the time, because I ended up going on around 17 times over right. like nine years. Wow. And so as the time would go on, there's a lot more talking. Like it honestly became like his, uh, his like the, the people like Will, we would like, everyone would just come hang out with me in the green room. Yeah. I also like, because I used to do a lot he probably, of drunk- He's a Capricorn, so he's like me. We like to warm up to people. I think he just is really, you know, I, a lot of times they don't know that first time you show up, if you're going to be a girl that they're going to have back. Right. You know, they wait and see. And I think once they realize, you know, because yeah. 
I was just always, you, you know, I think they just knew that I was going to be out yeah. there, you know. Well, you but, can't, they, they had you on 17 times, so yeah. obviously he dug what you were doing, you know. He was fun. You were good for views. Yeah. So at, so during, when you went on the Howard Stern show, were you doing porn at the time? No. Um, we, okay. the, 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 the IHOP guy, we sold me as porn star Mary <laughs> Carey. Does we I built a little website. <laughs> His name was Charlie Fry. Okay, Charlie. He is no longer around because Aww. apparently, he was very good to, no, he's not, he's not dead. Oh, okay. I mean, he's not around because like, oh, he fucked shit. over girls so bad Damn unfortunately it. he was not to me but i heard crazy stories that they would like he no, would like I've book, heard book the features industry, like, like, agents. Te- like sometimes like tell the girl like rob the girl and then don't and then like, you only have to you send money to me and you know like crazy stuff that used wow. to happen back in the 90s that's so sad because they're making money like why get yeah. greedy like the girls are the reason why you're making money i know you know like why do that all right so take me to your first, first porn, porn set scene. okay i'm gonna count the first real one because i don't know if i count the first what okay when you say you don't want to count the first real I mean, one were we doing like some like, backyard like, boogie shit or no, what was going on i mean on? it was like let's see um they didn't have hair and makeup okay. it was rent, they rented a nice house in la so it was like amateur but it was the thing is like, they made it really nice movies i mean it was called rain video rain productions um mitch spinelli i mean his dad was one of the original pornographers mm-hmm. but it just wasn't the same as then well then i worked a bunch for playboy tv and then I got very lucky from Playboy TV because they ended up booking me for stuff, making me a playmate at the year girl party. And then like from there, they put me on this show and they're like, you know, and then they kind of made me a host of a show. So right. that was all happening. But the first porn, I would say my first real one I count is when I worked for Jill Kelly Productions. Okay. So it was my first like real set. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, but I only did girl, girl until mm-hmm. I got a contract because I had read before I got into porn. If you want to build up name for your feature dancing, <laughs> that, <laughs> this, you know, this all circles back. If you back. want to get a high rate for feature dancing, you got to build up a name, you know. But that's smart. Because I started off as a hundred dollars a show, and then I went on Stern show. I was getting like two hundred dollars a show. Then I did a little girl girl porn. I was getting three hundred a show. Then I right. got my porn contract. I was getting five hundred a show. Then I ran for governor. I was getting like eight hundred to a thousand a show. So I was like, you know, I was just trying to build up the name to feature. Right. But um, but you did it. You but did, I did the it. work too. Yeah. You know? like, I mean, I was like probably researched it so much more than other girls. But yeah, I knew to do girl girl only so i did a girl girl scene right and i i mean i was just were you up, nervous you know what it's so funny i mean i'd made out with girls i'd never like when i first like, actually my okay so the first girl girl scene for that company i don't count i don't even think that company i don't even <laughs> think that the movies are like on Pornhub because in the other company like it was like on a vhs i don't even but all i know is that when i watched it because i'd never gone down on a girl right so, <laughs> so you I'm guys like, i'm like this though this is the i'm like <laughs> like it looks like like I didn't know to move my tongue so it's like literally like you should have just uh-huh, fake chowed uh-huh, she should have just fake no chowed no told me I wasn't even sure what was what yeah but I'm just like in the video she just, said I wasn't sure what was what my whole head is just, like a dog like lapping water you know it was yeah. totally awkward that's um, so, so do, they, do they teach you how to eat pussy no, on sets no they just are, they're just like go no for I it. like kind of like rented a bunch of VHS's yeah and learned <laughs> um, I bought like when the boys are away the girls will play volume seven and right from that and um so i got much better but i mean i still don't think i ever really knew what i was doing but to me it was weird it never phased me like i don't know it never phased me being naked in front of people like never when i none of it just was like okay, I, I feel the same way i don't I mind never, being naked just on never, camera or yeah get around people i'm and just so free with my body i'm just yeah, yeah yeah i'm and the girl girl didn't really i mean to me i was like this is a movie role i mean i'm like i'm on set i'm getting my hair and makeup done i'm meeting other porn stars <laughs> that have blonde hair and big boobs and they're hot like and i have a wardrobe person oh my god i'm like food free food 
food. Who like, was- I'm the only girl that would be on set, like, picking out because I was like, oh, my Nobody God. eats on porn no, sets. Because, you know, they had, I didn't realize all the candy and stuff. That was, like, for the crew. But, yeah. I mean, obviously for the girls. But I was, like, the only girl that you would just see sitting there, like, eating. Just all. eating. Oh, I was, like, I loved it. I'm like, yeah. this is the best. I'm like, well, because girls don't want to, like, bloated on yeah, camera. I, I know about, how it is because even trying, I get it, but, trying to work with models yeah. now is just so hard. Nobody will no, eat or anything. I mean, and I'm like, fuck that. I'm eating, dude. Yeah. Don't, don't fucking play with me. It never occurred to me. So, and to me, it was just, like, it was just the most fun ever. I was like, this is like, and I'm getting attention. But what's cool is you have literally lived out all of your entire dreams that you've ever wanted to do. I mean, my dream would have been a while real deal. Fun. Had my grandparents not died, I would have stayed in ballet. Ballet would have been my thing. Yeah. And my ultimate dream when I was a little girl was to own my own ballet school. I mean, right. I started in ninth and 10th grade on my word processor because we couldn't afford a computer <laughs> yeah. making my flyers for my dance school. Like I had it all planned out. Right. So that would probably, in like knowing now, like I would love to open a dance school, but I right. know that because of my past, parents would... You know what I mean? He's one I just well, I just talked about you. this with AJ Applegate. She was mm. on the podcast oh. before, and she actually was a dancer too. Oh. And she she said the same thing. And I think that really fucking sucks it's for you guys. Like, you know, it's so not fair that because you guys chose to make money a certain way that mm-hmm. you know, or even me, I wouldn't be able to open up a kids' yeah. school either because we chose to to work in a certain industry that we can't work around kids or I know. you know be upstanding, upholding mm-hmm. upstanding citizens or whatever it's, it's called. True. You know, and like, that really you know that scares me. Because I really, I mean, that's the biggest thing right now is trying to have a baby. Uh, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. So let's after, see, well, yeah, let's see, I was always doing girl, girl, got my porn contract, boy, girl. Yeah. With kick-ass pictures. I chose them. I remember I was debating between Vivid, Jill Kelly Productions, and Kick-Ass. Back in the day, Vivid was the Vivid shit. Vivid was the shit. But I was yeah. like looking around and I did my research. I'm like, okay, if I go with them, you know, I get to be with the name Vivid, but it is vivid. It's not Mary Carey. Right. And if I go with Jill Kelly, I loved it because their girls were so pretty and I had pretty posters. So I'm mm-hmm. like, these will be great for feature dancing. Yeah. But then I, my research was that Jenna Jameson was the first Wicked Girl and at the time Tara Jenna. Patrick was big and she was the first digital playground Where girl. is Tara? She kind of just She lives in off. Italy now. Oh, wow. She's yeah. like, fuck America. I've had enough. <laughs> yeah, she lives I'm in out Italy. But, and she's a mom. Yeah. But um, she's still doing her OnlyFans and everything. Oh, dope. Yeah. I love her. We were good friends for a while. But, yeah. Um, that, so I, w- I went with Kickass because the owner of the company, he told me, if you sign with me, which I signed with him in March of 03, he's like, I'll make you a household name within six months to a year. And I was like, well, you know, he wants to promote his brand because at that point he had been distributed through Hustler. Right. So he just went on his own. I like the idea of being the only one and getting the attention. Right. Instead of having to, yeah. to be in a group. And of he did movies that catered more to my personality. I mean, because what we did is like each of my movies, he, well, what he did is to brand it. He's like, every movie we put you in, we're going to put the name Mary Carey in it. Right. It's not going to be like called like busty blondes. It's Mary Carey this. And so he made Mary Carey rules. And what right. we did is we made it like five scenes where it was like a sketch comedy. And I got to like, at the time I was obsessed with Eminem, you know? So I was like white <laughs> rapper Skittle and, you yeah. know, and it was like little Saturday night live skits and mm-hmm. I got to improv it. And so we did that. And then I did um like one, two, three, four boy girl scenes. So over mm-hmm. three movies. And then he called me up one day and I was like, do you want to run for governor? And I was like, I mean, I dropped out of college <laughs> my last year and I was a theater major. Yeah. Um, I don't know, can I? And he's like, well, you're over 18, no felonies, right? I was like, yeah, no felonies. He's like, okay. He's like, we just got to get your signatures and I'll pay your fee and you can do it. So um, how old were you when you first ran uh, for governor for uh, California, right? I just turned 23 yeah. when it happened. It, we only had a week's notice before the deadline. Yeah. So it was really at first. And so originally he just kind of was hoping we would get some like AVN, you know, adult news press. And so he scheduled for me to be in front of the LA courthouse in bikini and like holding signs and stuff. And then the next thing you knew, like the Howard Stern show came out. Everyone came out, all the news channels, and he's like, okay, Mary, like, 
we're doing this for real. You got to go to the courthouse and <laughs> get that paperwork. And Don't so, fuck this up. Yeah. So I went to the courthouse, got my paperwork, and then I started like meeting some of the press. And that was the key. I've always been friends with like, I yeah, want I just press. Sweetheart. And then that's the way to like find things out. So one of the press people's like, did you know that tomorrow Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be here at two to turn his paperwork in? And I was like, interesting. So I got there and waited in my car. And as Arnold was leaving, I came walking up in my bikini. I was like, I'm here to collect signatures just to cap, get off his press. Of course. And then like I got my signatures. It was really hard. Though, because they had to be registered as most people are registered. When they say signatures, does that so mean like people? You have to get this signature like in person. So, okay. like, because like so many people over the years, I'm like, you don't get how hard this is to do. Recall, you need less signatures. No, I believe. But the it. regular election, because they can't, you can't come online. If you get a signature, like, you know, for me, they have to be registered, declined to state, um, independent. Right. So I had, re- had to re-register everyone to vote because I didn't right. trust them. If they told me they were, oh, I'm independent. I'm like, no, you're re-registering to vote. Right. You know, and then they have to sign it. It has to be legible. They have to not have a felony. They actually have to live in the county you turn the paperwork in. Mm. Like I had collected some. So you have to get like how many signatures? Well, this time you only need 65. That's why oh. the recall. <laughs> but right. you know, again, but I turned, still, I turned, in, 400, I turned in 400 and only like 80 were valid. Wow. Because... They have to be legible. They have to not have felonies. They have to be registered your political party. Every, God, it's, that it's, many people have freaking felonies? Well, <laughs> you no. Know, and not only that, like, I don't, yeah, I think that's, well, you know, I went around to like, originally my idea to get signatures. I'm like, oh, I'll go get all the dancers at the local strip clubs. And a lot yeah. of them had felonies and they couldn't. So if you, <laughs> if you, okay, so when you run for governor, yeah. what is your expectation? Are, are you Well, doing the first it time fun? it was totally like, honestly, at that point I was like, I want to up my feature dance rate. <laughs> this is all fucking circles back to the feature mean, dancer I was shit. Like, how am I gonna? I am sick of traveling with this damn baby pool. Okay, I want to just. I don't want to do lotion shows. I just want to get up there and dance and get a lot of money. So I love no, it. No, and I'm. But, well, you know, I love being. I love being on camera too. Being yeah. on, dancing on stage and being on camera. Yeah, is like my favorite like anything like like that's fun for right, me so it was yeah. fun so but you know it was obviously it was he was just like this is a publicity stunt and I learned so much from him because he had been a publicist before 15 years before right. I the porn company so he taught me how to write the press releases he taught me like you know my first Fox interview was on the Heartland um John I still say his name wrong Keisha Kaisik or whatever mm-hmm. but you know the owner of Kick-Ass gives me this like list of things he's like this is like we have a deficit of this much and he all these facts and i just like memorized them so i'd mix in my facts with like my silliness and then it just worked from there and then um you know it was only like it was six weeks because recall the there's not much time for campaigning right six weeks it just was like every day a different show we did different you know publicity stunts and then i did the game show who wants to be governor of california Mm -hmm. and um I won that, so that was like twenty one thousand too. That was fun. Yeah, that was based on votes, and um, and then I got the feature dance for a lot of money. So I was so happy. Yay. And then I started getting hunted down. Like Eminem was the first celebrity to contact me, and he was like my number one crush. And I was married at the time, and my husband. And I, I made I, out with Eminem. Oh my god, he's, he's my favorite. Well, now you know what? Then once I met him in person, I was so disappointed because he was short. I've never told anybody that yeah. on on camera. Yeah. Well, yeah, for <laughs> so. me, it was just such a because I'm five foot nine. Yeah. And I knew it was gonna be short, and so I remember nugget. like I had these big I was in I had these big furry like boots or kind of like UGG like but like with mm-hmm. a short skirt. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make sure I'm like as short as I can be. Yeah. But he was still shorter than me. And I, mean, I remember when I talked to him the first time, I'm like, why do you even like me? And he's like, because yeah. you look like Mariah and Kim combined. <laughs> 
And I was like, well, I mean, I like the Mariah part, but the Kim part, I'm not so You do look about. like his baby mama, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Now that well, I you know what? She it. looked better once once she got some money. Yeah. I don't want to. I look like I mean, her, we all do. I look so. like her after Eminem had money, <laughs> yeah. not like, yeah. not eight mile Kim. Kim. No, we're not talking <laughs> shit. You've already been drugged through the ringer. We're not talking shit. No. Um, we so, all look better when we have so money. So how many times have you ran for governor? Only that one time. Was okay, so this will be your second time. Yeah, so this time. Are you doing this now as publicity stuff? Are you doing this? because you, you really know, want to do okay. it obviously i want well, you know it's so fun to be able to put your opinions out there absolutely are you, you know? a p- political person um because i'm not i fucking I, I think politics are a shame you know i mean i think the politics now is bad i mean yeah. i think it's ridiculous because nobody i mean i always considered myself what i would tell the news because then i went to some president bush dinners as like a big joke you know the owner of the porn company he was like okay we're gonna say we're republicans and then like two years later after I for governor he paid to go to the bush dinner even though we're not republicans it was like 25 500 a person and they didn't realize when they invited him yeah and he said submitted my paperwork as mary ellen cook and he waited till they accepted us and then like three days before sent out a press release like porn star mary carrie going to republican dinner <laughs> and so then i started saying yes and i remember i was on the daily show they're like how long have you ever been republican i was like approximately three days <laughs> and like <laughs> i was like but i was like um um I'm so, well, I really am. I'm socially liberal and fiscally right. conservative. You yeah. Know? I, don't even know with what the money. I, I think I'm like anarchist. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. screw the government and no, do not I care. Mean, the government politics today is, it should be down the, it, no one, it's these extremes crazy. are crazy, you know? Yeah. And I don't, everybody's got a fucking opinion because of the internet. Because it's of the internet like, and dude, social media. Like, it, you it's, know? it's just crazy. Yeah. I'm really excited for you though. I, oh, well, how do you fun. feel about running up against Caitlyn Jenner? How do you think you know, she's going to do? I think she'll do well. I mean, I'm hoping I do. Have much you ever better. met Caitlyn? I haven't. Okay. Met some of the Kardashians, but they were never nice to me. They actually like were like this. Well, this was the okay. Their sister's a fucking porn star. Like That's two, why they're all famous. You would think that they would be nice. 2009, I was at Joe Francis's house, and I remember like oh, Rob, they're Rob always Kardashian, at his house. They were always at his house, and Rob yeah. Kardashian was talking to me, and Courtney was like, "Don't talk to her. She's a porn star. Get away from her." <laughs> yeah, no. But it was a long. You know, people change yeah. a lot, and the people's opinions. But the, are their porn. whole their whole like, thing yeah, was porn. based off Kim making a sex. I know. I mean. I mean, she was like, because I had my radio show up. And I love Kim. I think Kim is but a boss. She was ass always bitch. at Vivid, like yeah. doing her negotiations with them. And the first tape they sent in, they had to reshoot it because yeah. they went more professionally because the lighting was not good, you know? Yeah. And so the the tape that Kim dropped wasn't the original no, one. No, and that's the rumor of Vivid. Hey, <laughs> little, little for, bombs are getting yeah, dropped. A I love years, that. I was told that. So. Yeah. Um, and then also because the girl let's see jamie foxworth who's mm-hmm. she was from family matters she was my roommate on slavery rehab and we yeah. were like kind of best friends and she had dated ray j right before kim mm-hmm. and she was actually telling me that before i heard it at vivid yeah she was like oh yeah they planned it like she was like this is all planned this is you know well, i'm sure ray j well, listen the devil works hard but chris exactly. jenner works harder so <laughs> um what was it like doing celebrity rehab oh my God, dr was, drew is a fucking know, stud at the time, it saved my I life would probably suck him off oh God, i thought i remember when i showed up there i did flirt with them i think <laughs> i was i don't remember because i got yeah. when i knew i was going in there i mean number one so I was you always just in said it saved, your, it saved your life it saved my life because so in 2000 and so i moved to la my grandma had died in 2003 my mom though so i never fully knew what was wrong with my mom like oh yeah she's schizophrenic she's mentally handicapped i know i never knew my grandparents never explained it to me yeah nobody talked so about mental health when know. we were young that's what i'm trying to yeah. teach our daughter now is like yeah. it's okay to talk about mental health if you're not feeling good today mm-hmm. that's okay say yeah. that like we want you to talk about your I mental it's health really, i talk about everyone i'm always i because i forget that it's not normal to talk like i'll be like openly to anyone like oh yeah my psychiatrist told me to do this you know yeah, but like no, but that's, that's just, real and that's, that's how it is 
exactly. I, I, I didn't know. No one told me about my mom. I mean, I knew she had been through electric shock therapy. I knew all that stuff, but I didn't. I didn't know. Did anything so, ever help her or no? Um, her medication is one pill. It's so crazy, but Zyprexa it's called. And in 2006, you know, I was living in LA and I was in a really bad period. I'd just broken up with this guy that like oh, ended up like, oh my God, I found out like he was traveling with me feature dancing. I was like wondering why my tips had gone down. I'm like, God, I really thought I made like five or 600 because no. he was collecting my money, pocketing it. So my final straw was like, I, and he had been physically abusive to mm-hmm. me. Like once a, I was like once a month if he got drunk, I knew. And he would be like, how'd it happen? How'd you get that? I was like, I know you did it, but like I was so fucked you up on so Xanax up, and alcohol that I could never fully remember. And then my final straw was, yeah, it was bad. And yeah. then, oh, he put me in a bad, I'm still working on the bad loan for my condo. I didn't even know how bad it was till finally like we go this loan I'm in. But um, he, my final straw was feature dancing and I couldn't find him. He kept disappearing. And then like afterwards, he's like, let's go to this customer's room. He says he's got a bunch of blow and girls are going. I'm like, are you kidding? I'm not going to hang out with the customer afterwards. Yeah. So I ended up there and I couldn't find him. And he's off doing drugs. So I found one of the strippers there. I was like, look, I will give you like a hundred bucks driving in my hotel. She's like, okay, or maybe 50. And we get there and I start going through stuff. And I find like a couple thousand cash because I just done back-to-back bookings. Mm. And I didn't know where he was. So then I go to her, look, I will give you like $500. We were in Long Island, but my flight was out of JFK the next day. I was like, yeah. I will like, you know, I will fly you to LA with me even I just need you to drive me because of course I couldn't be alone mm-hmm. I'm like I'm gonna buy you first class ticket to LA she's like oh my god this is some <laughs> Oprah shit she was like <laughs> when she got on the plane with me I remember well that's the thing I was drunk too and I remember I like called my friend like I told him breaking up with Harold I need you to come get me I got this girl what are you gonna do with Harold his name was Harold Harold oh, I yes. love that so <laughs> let's get back to the the doctor The symptoms started on your face. Your skin turned thin and saggy. Deep wrinkles formed. Your hair got thin and your nails got brittle. Then your muscles became weak and your joints stiffened. The good news is Radiance, the next generation of collagen replacement, is finally here. While others offer one type of collagen, doctor-formulated Radiance brings four types of collagen, and each is designed to slow not only the outward aging you see, but the inside aging you can't see. I absolutely love using Radiance. It has made my skin plumper. I can see a difference within the first two weeks of using it. I mean, it makes it look like you drank an entire bottle of water and plumped your skin up. This stuff is amazing. Trust me, guys, you will love it. It's your choice. Take other collagen products and wait months for results or trust radiance with their faster results promise you'll see improved skin elasticity fewer fine lines and wrinkles plus stronger hair and nails or your money back get 15% off your first order at brickhousenutrition.com promo code bunny b-u-n-n-i-e that's brickhousenutrition.com promo code bunny b-u-n-n-i-e